The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing WatsonX Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with WatsonX Governance. Learn more at ibm.com governance. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Oh. Robert, do better. What? Try harder. No, that's how you start a podcast. This is It Could Happen Here. That's right. That's Robert talking. That's right also. With us today Both of these things is, are accurate. Uh, Christopher Wong and Garrison Davis. Do your podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Thanks, Sophie. So we're all gathering today on on the day after what I think will go down as the single most momentous moment in the 21st century when (laughs) Will Smith slapped Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars. So the entire world has pivoted from obsession with the massive land war in Eastern Europe uh, to discussing how Chris Rock getting slapped is like the massive land war in Eastern Europe. Or or 9-11. Or nine eleven, yes, yes, yes. So it's a it's an amazing time, like an unprecedentedly incredible time to be on on Twitter right now. Uh, that said, we're going to talk about Nazi cat boys today. I, yeah. I've, I've seen everyone's posts on the subreddit being like, "Why aren't you guys 
giving blow by blows about the war in Ukraine. Uh, no, no, and no. This is this is I the most you. pressing topic, and we're going to talk about Nazi cat boys. <laughs> previous to the Chris Rock slap, this is the most pressing topic of the 21st century. Um, mm-hmm. Is why there's Nazi cat boys, and now we're going to talk about it. Well, because um, I mean, the roots of the crisis in Ukraine are the different kinds of cat boys that Zelensky and Putin are. <laughs> Yes, Robert, that we'll, is we'll true. We'll mock some fan art up. It's going to be fine. We, I'm sure I'm sure we'll find some horrible fan art. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we have, we have to figure out if uh, if Putin's ever watched Helsing, and then we'll be able to know. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that means, but okay. You're, you're about to find out. Oh, great. <laughs> oh. So uh. we, we, have, we have gathered here today to talk about, to talk about uh, the curious case of why there are Nazi cat boys. Um, Throughout, throughout 2020 and 2021, uh, TikTok and Twitter pushed femboys and catboys into kind of the cultural mainstream, plunging these once much more niche subcultures out of the dark depths of 4chan, Reddit, Tumblr, and Discord. And uh, the the latest rebirth of these kind of gender-bending communities, it's pretty socially progressive and affirming. Uh, gen- like generally, most most femboys, catboys are 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 lefties. There's a whole bunch of like Twitter communists. I'm sure there's a whole bunch of catboys who like Stalin or something. Um, but they're they're generally more generally more on the left. Uh, but 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 for for those who've dug deeper into the history and origins of these internet subcultures, you may have found a dark, racist, and hateful underbelly. So we're going to talk about that today. I, mean, I do have to note, Garrison, as soon as you said that, I found a Stalinist cat boy. That's, see, it's, this is, it, it is. It, the, the Twitter, it's an incredible account. So the, their, their background image for their Twitter account is a picture of Deng Xiaoping and the Ayatollah of Iran having a meeting. Oh, boy. Um, their, yeah. their PFP is a lavender-haired... Uh, it's like I'm, a it's like an anime pick her avatar cat boy. Yeah, thing. yeah, 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 with like a Soviet hat and then Marxist yeah. Leninist bisexual cat boy. Stalin did nothing wrong at North Korea uh, stand. Incredible. This, it's, it, incredible. Wow. <laughs> See, this this is this is why the left will never win. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's like, perfect. I, I'm pretty sure this is like illegal. In most of those countries, it's, like, well, I, it Stalin should, would have had this person shot in a. The second someone tried to describe a cat boy to Joseph Stalin, he would have had this person executed. Oh yeah! Oh like, wow! Yeah, I see. I see it now. That is that is intense. Outstanding. Well, you I know, love the it. thing is, this type of thing is not going to be uncommon. We're going to be again. We're going to be going into like actual fascists who are also cat mm-hmm. boys, and obviously they would have been uh, would mm-hmm. have been killed for being degenerates as well. But now we're going to kind of talk about how this how this kind of came to be and uh, i i've been writing this for like over a year actually i've interviewed a few people for this that have kind of contributed to the script and initially this was going to be conceived as a video um and you can't really talk about these things in a video format without uh dressing up like uh, a silly character so i am i am wearing uh, a very actually a very very high quality catboy outfit right now which the audio will just have to you'll have to you'll have to see it through the audio so mm-hmm. Good luck with that synesthesia. Um, yeah. 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 So, I mean, you are, at the same time, you've done that enough that I don't know that anyone really noticed. <laughs> I've never dressed as a cat boy for a recording before. You dress as something every other recording. That is true. I dress as something. I generally dress as something. So, first, s- section one. Section one. 
what is what is a cat boy? What what is what is this? Um, so, but first of all, a, a few ground rules we'll be circling back to often. Um, one, not all cat boys and femboys identify as LGBT or queer. Um, and two, uh, gay people can still be racist. These are these these are these these are two points that we're going to be coming back to over the course of these of of these uh, deep dive episodes. So. Mm-hmm. First things first. Let's 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 define what a cat boy is for all of the boomers in the audience. Um, and if you are, if you are a boomer listening to this, uh, how I am? Why? How did you find this? Why are? Why did you choose to listen to this? Garrison, the instant I became a boomer was the first time you tried to describe explain cat boys to me. Like I I I yeah. suddenly developed a strong opinion on H.R. Haldeman because of because of you. So that was a most, Nixon most administration of- joke. But most simply, um, mm-hmm. a cat boy is uh, this what what I'm doing right now. So someone who is kind of, kind of boyish, who uh, who 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 sometimes enjoys dressing in cat like apparel. I guess it's like cat ears. It is different from furries. From and we will we will get into this. Um, That's good. I mean, but I, I'm I'm definitely less boyish than I first was when I wrote this like a year ago. Uh, now that I'm on recreational estrogen, but ne- nevertheless, uh, someone who's a boyish and dresses or likes to dress in cat-like kind of uh, uh, outfits, generally on an anime trajectory of aesthetics. Uh, now, this is this is this is different from furries for multiple reasons. Uh, the physical cat-like attributes on cat boys are mostly confined to ears and paws, sometimes with tails, but it's it's iffy. Um, whereas, you know, furries like to have like the full fursuit thing going on. Whereas cat boys, they still have like human faces and they wear like human clothes. So this is a, actually a very key difference, which will lots which will... of made costumes like. And yes, a lot. And the other other big kind of recurring trope um, is that is that well, they well, cat boys generally usually wear clothes is that they usually dress up in something similar to like a French made outfit. Um, yeah. or, or like different outfits that like anime girls will wear. So like the tennis skirt thing, but generally on a made outfit to anime trajectory. So th- despite, despite the animal ears, right. D- d- despite like the furry cat ears, the cat boy or cat girl thing has much more in common with the femboy community than the furry community in a lot of instances, but more, more, more on that later. So after some initial research into the Nazi cat boy meme, I decided it would be useful for um, uh, tracing back the roots of this kind of odd online phenomenon to broaden the scope of research to include femboys as well, uh, which is succinctly just cat boys without the cat part. It's like boys or generally male identifying people who dress in like feminine ways. Um, Not a lot of femboys will turn out to be trans. Not all of them do. A lot of femboys identify as straight, Uh, but, you know, like to wear, you know, boys generally kind of, in the twink variety who likes to wear skirts, dresses, whatever. So I'm about to move into section two, which gets a little bit more silly. Um, but but yeah, so femboys oh, more silly. Ah, uh, great. It's, I'm it's, excited. This this doesn't get less silly as we go on. But but yeah, cat boys, femboys, femboys identify as male, dress up in more stereotypically feminine ways. There's a lot of similarity and uh, crossover between femboys and cat boys. Um, but since femboys have more of an established online history, uh, including them in the research seems like the best way to kind of dig into like the fascist femboy, Nazi catboy idea. So speaking of section two, the racist femboy meme, uh, the, the past the past few years, there's been kind of a growing meme and perception across social media that femboys are like really racist um, and just kind of pretty fashy in general. Um, 
even really homophobic and transphobic in, in a lot of in a lot of senses. As much as a homophobic or transphobic femboy may seem contradictory at first, but again, more <laughs> more on this later. Um, so when I'm talking about this going forward, I'm probably going to be mixing words and terms like Nazi and fascist and alt-right or far-right. Now, not not all of these racist femboys are what I would call Nazis by any means. Um, and not, not, not all advocate for or even joke about genocide, uh, but there were absolutely recruitment attempts from self-described Nazis. And, you know, the line between jokes and actual beliefs is intentionally very foggy in this kind of internet subculture. So I'll kind of be lazily lumping together everything from racist to far, far right-wing folks for the sake of simplicity. Because uh, it's all like in the same spectrum. And like I mentioned at the beginning, not all femboys and catboys identify as being queer. Um, and gay people can still be racist. These are these are points we're going to be circling back to a lot. So at, at this point, the alt-right femboy meme has kind of actually or overshadowed the actual phenomenon of it happening, right? Uh, in the past few years, the popularity of leftist femboys has skyrocketed. Yet, if you still do digging on like Twitter or Discord, you can indeed find users who appear to be femboys, but are also everything from racist to just openly fascist. Now, naturally, that leaves people wondering, how can one have such a kind of contradictory lifestyle and belief system? Which leads us to section three, the internet. And that's it. That's kind of that's kind of the answer. We, that's, we can kind of pack it up here. Um, we, that's the answer. It's the internet. That's that's why that that's why this has happened. So this um, is Al Gore's fault. That's what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, sure. Whatever. whatever Gar it's, it's, Garrison, are you are you are have you been caught up on why people say Al Gore invented the internet? On where that joke came from? Are you no. aware of the, the etymology? No. What? Oh no. boy. Oh, you, you have to you have to remember, Chris Garrison's. <laughs> oh no! Right, you were born after 2000. I was, oh. I was. So there was like Al Gore was among a bunch of different people who like voted to fund some of the different government kind of projects that became the internet, right? Like you had the ARPANET and shit, all that stuff. Like he was one of the people who like pushed that. And then in the debate with George Bush while running for president in uh, 2000, he uh, like basically made some claims that you could uncharitably translate as him saying that he invented the internet. Um, cool. He didn't actually say that. It was more like he was saying, well, I, you know, supported from an early stage the development of the internet, but it got turned into like Al Gore claimed to have invented the internet because it was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Abstraction essentialism. Yes. Yeah. And and so now that's 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 the joke is is even though he he didn't really, he just okay. was not, you know, but anyway, that's so the joke, we, we, Garrison. So, there you go. So Welcome. we can we can blame Nazi Catboys on on Al Gore. Great. Absolutely. Well, that that does it for us today. Um, you can find us on. Wait, okay, we still have a few, we still have like half an episode to do. Um, <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, here's here's speaking of uh, of of Al Gore and the internet. Here's some ads brought to you by the internet. The following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. 
be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Ah, oh, boy, those ads were so good. They made me want to be a cat. Okay. All right. All wow. Right. Moving on. Well, uh, uh, if you're in any way familiar with fascism, you are probably yeah, aware that one of uh, its more consistent traits is that it's notoriously ideologically inconsistent. Um, so for for this project, I interviewed multiple people who have a more personal history in the catboy and femboy online communities than I do. Um, so those interviews, plus my own online digging through like hundreds of threads from various forum websites, uh, I've I've literally looked through hundreds hundreds of catboy posts on 4chan. But doing doing all that has been very helpful for understanding kind of this intersection of politics and subculture. And since I did all this research, you don't need to. So there you go. Um, but one of the first kind of big takeaways I had after the research and interviews is that the Nazi femboy catboy thing is not actually unique at all in terms of internet radicalization. It just has some aesthetic abnormalities that can confuse onlookers or normies, uh, which makes the internet phenomenon seem more outlandish than it actually is. Uh, but before we dig deeper into this litter box of hate, I would like to divide the femboy uh, and catboy kind of racism spectrum into actually two two succinct categories first. 
um, we have we have type one, which I'm calling the femfash, people who are initially into the femboy community and aesthetic, and then got introduced into far right politics online. And then we have type two, the fash fem, people who were already into far right politics, and only then got introduced to the femboy community online. So I, I usually break down lots of instances of fascists mixing with various subcultures into these like similar like two two categories of people starting off with politics and then getting into the culture, then people starting off with the culture, then getting into politics. Uh, I think it's actually kind of, it, it, it's useful for understanding a whole bunch of how there's like differences between different types of fascist people in various subcultures. So these two types I'm going I'm to be using to help to help talk about these, the different kind of strains of, uh, of the fascist femboy. For for now, we're gonna focus on the first one, the the fem fash. So let's 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 wind let's wind the clocks back. Let's say a decade. Uh, broadly, gay people can't get married, uh, and to, to most kids, trans people are ostensibly a myth. Um, so what kind of person's gonna become a femboy in this in this type of in this type of environment? Uh, simplest answer is like a certain sect of social outcasts and anime nerds, as well as some people who maybe don't consciously know or accept that they're queer yet. Uh, really, the only way to get initially exposed to the femboy aesthetic back then was via anime, manga, hentai, porn, and, you know, select video games, specifically multiplayer games, and random and internet browsing, right? This is, this is, this is how you're going to get exposed to this type of aesthetic. In fact, one of the probably the oldest example of a Nazi catboy is from an anime called Helsing, where they had uh, they had mm. this uh, Nazi catboy character uh, who is the who was the source of a lot of Nazi catboy memes on 4chan. Like it's a very very popular meme figure, um, and this is I think a lot of where that aesthetic tied to fascism actually really starts from. But of course, there's a lot of fascist fans of anime in general, so the the type of aesthetics that the t the type of aesthetics of femininity that anime kind of presents get used by fascism a lot even among like their more like cottage core styles it's still a that very like patriarchal um type of femininity that is popular among japanese animation so now the reasons that someone might be drawn to this specific community can vary from person to person uh, maybe they just don't feel as connected to like the hyper macho masculine style that american culture promotes uh, maybe it's a way to get attention and validation or maybe you just like wearing skirts or find it kind of hot. There's but there's and there's there's always the possibility that someone is trans or gay and they just don't fully know it yet. This is a case with a lot of these people actually. Um but some some of you may be surprised to hear that before our modern TikTok femboy craze, most femboys did self-identify as straight and cis. Uh there is a lot of reasons for this, including like increased homophobia and transphobia back then, plus like non-binary was hardly even a thing, uh like culturally at that at that point. Um, one of the people I interviewed for this project talked about how some of the cis straight femboys he knew back then now do identify as trans or queer, um, but back then that wasn't really the case. Um, the other person I interviewed for this called themselves a cisgender femboy at the time of the interview, but has now since come out as trans. So like it is, it is definitely a recurring pattern, but it's not a thing for everybody. Like there is definitely like a lot, like a lot of these people do call themselves straight even still now. Um, and that is something that a lot of kind of people don't have a don't have the easiest time kind of comprehending. That's what I'm gonna what I'm gonna kind of try to get into. So let's 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 say you're a kid, a young teen, in like 2011. You're getting into anime and video games. Uh, what kind of websites are you gonna gravitate to? Right, you're gonna gravitate to Reddit. You're gonna gravitate to 4chan, um, especially in like 2010. Right, these are the these are kind of the cultural meccas of of those types of 
type, types, types of subcultures. So what is prevalent on these websites? Well, on 4chan, we have uh, Slash B, which is their random channel, mm. um, which also has a not safe for work designation. And it was often flooded with femboy pics. Um, and since there are so few female users of that site, you see a lot of hentai and occasionally boys dressing up like not safe for work female anime characters. Uh, just because there's pe- people still like femininity, but there's so few actual girls using those sites that the femininity that you see is either through anime or it's through kind of cross-dressing. Um, then there's also the slash D page, which is just completely dedicated to hentai. So you get a lot of a lot of a lot of that type of like anime style of femininity through kind of the, that type of uh, appropriation and, feti- and fetishization on the slash D page. So there's, there's a decent chance that anime and gaming nerds that browse their interests online will get exposed to femboy stuff at some point, right? N- nowadays, it's Discord, used to be 4chan, used to be Reddit. So it becomes this type of figure eight infinity loop of people who are exposed to something and then start propagating it and get exposed to new people to it. And it's this like continuous cycle. Because if, if you're a kid who discovers they kind of like this super niche, almost taboo thing, where are you going to go to find other like-minded people? You're going to go back to online multiplayer gaming, Reddit, and 4chan. It's, 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 all, it's all the same circles. So if, if, even if you don't get exposed to it in places like 4chan, you're probably going to end up there or somewhere similar regardless. And the other, other, and, and the other thing that's important to talk about, uh, which is going to talk about like how, how the femboys start getting into politics, is like who else is very prevalent and actively recruiting on these types of sites, with, on like on, on multiplayer gaming, on Reddit, on 4chan, it's it's Nazis, right? The the, the, the people who are who are into very far right p- politics try to mask try to mask some of their beliefs initially in like humor and memes. You know, a lot a large of inter- a large part of internet ra- radicalization is done through is done through memes, especially especially back in 2010. There's like so so many like memes is a, memes is a social and recruitment tool were very very common. Especially on like you know, if you're on like an image board, that's the whole point is that you're sharing images. Um, so a big part of this overrepresentation of racists in the femboy community was simply the online proximity between these groups of people, between the femboys and then the fascists on 4chan, early Reddit, and certain online games, whether it be like Second Life, whether it be like MMOs, you know, all these types of places. Any any place that you can like design your own character as well. You got got a lot of this type of uh, like anime femboy type thing, because a lot of uh, a lot of these games that are made in Japan can like give like more feminine options for like male characters, or just have like catboy like ears and stuff available as a cosmetic option. So, a, a lot a lot of this fetish, fetishization that we see on 4chan and on the and in the early two thousands and twenty teens is now is now applied to Discord. Like this is, did kind of carry over. Uh, 4chan is obviously not the kind of cultural behemoth that it used to be. A lot of this stuff just happens on Discord now, um, where you can kind of cultivate online communities that are more self-contained. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. 
Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride, raising funds and support for the LGBTQ community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin, not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! You're probably careful with your personal information. But what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 40%. Terms apply. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. So throughout the entirety of the 20-teens, fascism was pretty successful in festering among nerd spaces, right? Nerds and geeks of many types, whether that be gaming or anime or these more like esoteric communities, esoteric as in like niche. Um, But these communities, generally they attract people who are more disenfranchised, right? And femboys generally feel disenfranchised in one way or another, which just pushes them into this, you know, less mainstream subculture. At this point, they could be pretty easy targets for fascist recruiters to start suggesting that maybe some of their problems in the world are actually coming from feminism, immigrants stealing jobs, affirmative action, and slowly leading into talk of like IQ and racism and anti-Semitism. So for those who found these ideas initially like abhorrent, 
Uh, it can be explained that all this talk is simply edgy jokes and irony attempting to trigger the normies, which is a big part of that type of propagation of this type of humor and then politics masters humor on these sites and on these like gaming chats. This isn't unique to femboys or catboys in any way, right? The, the, the more people I interviewed and the more kind of old forums that I read, I started to actually see stuff that seemed much more familiar. Um, and there's a lot of parallels between this far-right femboy thing and the far-right furry uh, phenomenon, which I know uh, Robert and the Worst Year Ever podcast put together two episodes that do a great job kind of talking mm -hmm. about the far-right The only furry. real episode of the Worst Year Ever that we ever got to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, could you, I guess, just briefly kind of talk about the 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 furry the furry kind of thing and how that because there is there's a lot there's even though these cultures are different between femboys and furries the tactics that fascists used to get into these communities is is exactly the same um and it kind of plays on the same same tropes yeah i mean it's weird so you've got i i think it kind of harkens to the fact that like whenever you have a fandom no matter kind of what the fandom is about or the message of the media it's about, you're going to have like Nazis in it. Um, and, and that's obviously like Star Wars, right? Where yeah. the point of Star Wars is em empire, bad empire, basically space Nazis, bad guys. And there's a whole bunch of people who have just like made that into their life and get tattoos of the Imperial sigil or whatever on their fucking chest. Uh, or you've got like Disney movies where like there's these, there's weirdos who will, take far right nationalist messages out of like every like everything everything has its nazis the punk community right punk music is supposed yes. to be anti-authoritarian um and kind of inherently left-wing but there's nazi punk so like it, it it's all like it, every community has their nazis and the furries are no different one of the things that does make the furries different is i think because of how and this this is something probably you're a little too young. I mean, I guess a lot of our audience may have missed out on aspects of, but like early on in the internet, and I'm I'm talking like the first decade of actual internet culture from like 1995 or 96 to like 2005 or six, which is really the first decade of like mass internet culture. The punching bag of the entire internet was was furries. Like they were yeah. the people that like it was the safest to make fun of, um, jokes about like killing them, all sorts of really fucked up shit. Um, and so I think they developed kind of this um, very strong defensive impulse within the community. And so while every subculture has their Nazis, the furries have gone kind of the furthest in documenting and um, working to like ostracize those people. And they've done – they're on the level with like punks in terms of the, the degree to which they have – like that has become kind of a guiding yeah. principle for a lot of furries. Um, yeah. Is that kind of what you were looking for? Yeah, because a big, a, a big, the thing you mentioned about like furries being such the punching bag. Oh that's God, something, yeah. That's that's something that Nazis even definitely kind of grasp onto as a way to do grooming and recruitment, right? Is if 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 fascists can present themselves as friends to these people who are always punched down upon, then they can kind of put them into their in groups, right? They can they can support them, give them give them a sense of validation, give them a sense of community. Tell them that like they they uh, they belong. You're 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 always going to be kicked out of like uh, like real life social groups, right? You can only exist here with us. We're gonna we understand you, like right? They can they can kind of foster this thing, even even though obviously it's dealing with things that are not the most like not the most like cis and straight thing in terms of like regular heterosexuality. 
Um, we look at like a lot of a lot of furries are straight, but like in terms of like the way they approach that is is definitely different uh, than a lot of regular people. But they so white supremacists and different fascists can like grasp onto this respond to this kind of disenfranchisement and offer this sense of community um be you know be very friendly initially be being very being very kind of open these people and start and start you know the term would be like red pilling them right um to talk about that a lot of their social issues are actually you know the fault of sjw's talking about these you know uh, all of these jewish bankers you know it, it can start you can start crafting the propaganda very carefully if you're friends with them first and then only start slowly introducing them into your more extremist kind of view of politics yeah it's it just no one's really surprised when an anime nerd or like a capital g gamer starts spewing far-right talking points but when a femboy does that just seems off because like aren't they also a degenerate right like like that's like what there is a bit of a cognitive dissonance there um and like yes and no right you, you may be overestimating some people's commitment to the fascist cause here because a recurring pattern I found when talking to people with history in these communities, especially if they're more of like the femme fash variety, right? Starting off, st starting off with femboy aesthetics, then getting into being racist and 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 like like pretty racist, and then getting into fascism, is that look looking back, these people and they say like themselves and others, all of their kind of parroting of racist and fascist talking points, especially online, was like they claim much more due to having to like fit in with these with these already pretty reactionary online spaces um and make friends at seemingly one of the few places that people with similar interests gather you know some people deep down don't really care about the political beliefs that much and we're more so looking for a community and it just so happened that back then in the early 20 teens the places where these communities of outcasts found each other were also places that other outcasts used racism as a lazy attention-seeking shock comedy and like the triggering of normies, which was basically like a sport on these on on these forums. Now, obviously, this is not excusing any abhorrent behavior and or horrible things said, but that whole idea plus the active like grooming and the active recruitment from Nazis made the nerdy outcast to fascist pipeline that we see today. That's really how it built up and became such a powerful tool, you know, around 2016. Um, but there is there is the other the, so all of this just generally more applies to the people who are into femboy aesthetics and then got kind of railroaded into into nationalism and to fascism right it's because they they're femboys on these platforms there's also racists on these platforms so these things start to kind of mix but there's still that other type of femboy nazi um the one who started off online with far right views and then discovered femboys and started to feel things We'll be starting by talking about them next on uh, on on part two, but I guess does anyone anyone have any any questions at least to close off part one about the more kind of femme fash variety of people who are generally kind of more regular politically, um, but are into into like femboy and catboy kind of aesthetics and then and then get put into 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 more reactionary ideas. Hmm. Uh, stay off the internet. Yeah, that's not a question, but yes, that is that is a that is a good uh that's a good mission statement. But just, yeah, in terms of like in in terms of like the I know this topic can whenever whenever I bring it up, I thought about this a lot whenever I try to explain it to people. There is always a bit of like, uh that uh, how? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And I'll I'll be getting to some of the more kind of semantics of it um in in part 2, but at least at least for like the initial initial kind of dive into how 
the online community aspect is used as such a powerful tool for people who are feeling so alone uh, that just the the idea of there being an online community, whether it be racist or not, can, is just super appealing. Uh, because if if everyone thinks that you're weird and an outcast, if these other people who are also weird and outcasts start kind of trying to make friends with you, then it can be a very powerful like recruitment tool. Um, which then, of course, yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll they'll be people. They'll be people. Yeah. Who, who eventually try to like take them out of the whole femboy aesthetics in a lot of in a lot of ways. Um, but a lot of fascists also get into the femboy aesthetic because of the because of the proximity issue, right? Because these things are so like next to each other. Well, and um, the thing you, you're I, the kind of important broader realization there, and this is something that a radicalization scholar named Scott Atron has been talking about for. 10 years now, probably more, is that people get radicalized in communities. People, yeah. like when we talk about radicalization, like why, like I, I guess the other half of the explainer that I started this with being like, you know, every subculture has their Nazis. It's not because, like the reason every subculture has their Nazis is that subcultures are, like people get radicalized as part of communities, as part of subcultures. They don't get radicalized as individuals. Just like people don't aren't just walking out in the world and and decide to become a Nazi. They become a Nazi because a Nazi reaches them in something they're already into. Right. Yeah. Like that that's just the way it happens. Yeah. There's definitely a large part of this is like a group of like grouped dynamics, especially mm -hmm. on places like forums where you're, you know, trying to trying to get like this like attention battle. Um, and I guess the other big part about the femboy kind of idea, especially on image boards, is like it is such an attention-seeking and validation-seeking place, right? You you want to you want to post things that get you a lot of comments, likes, upvotes, whatever the kind of the metric is. Yeah. Um. So people will do things that get them visibility, even if even if half the people interacting with you are calling you a degenerate. At mm -hmm. least there's people still looking at you, right? At least you feel seen. Um, and then the other half people will be like, no, it's actually fine. Like, you know, so it, it, as long as there's that visibility and that, that sense of community, then a lot of the more cognitive, cognitive dissonance aspects can kind of be passed by. But we'll, we'll, we'll get into more of that for, for, we for, sure part, will. for, for part two. Um, anyway, uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at a happen here pod and cool zone media. You can find me, uh, talking about cat boys occasionally on Twitter at hungry Bowtie. And <laughs> sound yeah. happy about it, Garrett. Well, it's you know I've I've been I've been trying to edit down this episode because the script was way too long. I've been trying to s make it more succinct the past few days. So my 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 uh my my <laughs> I am I am pretty excited to be to 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 close this Google Doc at the end of the day. Well, congratulations on all your hard work, Garrison, and listeners at home. Go dress like a cat boy. Yep. And and don't be a Nazi. Yeah, I mean that's also important. <laughs> it could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com/sources. Thanks for listening.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Whoa! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer.